You know, I got in trouble uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I wear it as a badge of honor, when I repeated a phrase given to me and told to me by a good friend, Edwin Black, who is one of the greatest historians on the, uh, the Holocaust and how corporations merge with governments. And, and we talked about what he dubbed uh, the uh, digital ghettos. And I said, by silencing people, you're doing what the Germans did, but you're just doing it digitally. You're putting people behind a wall so they can't be heard. Well, everybody screamed and yelled until I said, oh, by the way, I got that. Not from Crazy Glenn Beck, but from Edwin Black. Talk to him. Silence. I want to take it a step further today. We are now in the period that illustrious period that everybody loved from Germany when they were burning books. We are now in a digital book burning era in America. Make no mistake. How do I know? Uh, Let me introduce you to somebody whose book was one of the first to be thrown on the fire in 60 seconds. All right, if you've got issues, thank you very much. If you have issues with dry, irritated, or red, blotchy skin on your face and it won't go away, or you're struggling with stress breakouts, uneven skin tone, you don't have to worry about that anymore, thanks to Chamonix. I think you're describing the devil. Read that again. What are the Red symptoms? Red squid. Oh my god! Right, gosh. you're dry. describing. It's very dry, dry. It's very hot. Irritated. No Irritated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stress breakouts. You got to right. think the I devil's mean, pretty. You're describing the devil. <laughs> well, if you're the devil, <laughs> this is just for Satan. Chamonix uh, Zotique Deep Correcting Serum might be for you. Yes. Let me tell you about someone a little bit better right. than Satan. Yes. Catherine. Catherine. She's a doctor from Indiana. She's I been, love her. Yeah, you do? Yeah, I think. <laughs> you think? I'm not sure. <laughs> She's been working on the front lines since the beginning uh, of all of this and the endless mask wearing over the past year or so. Basically... So she's a first responder. She is. Oh, I hate her. Oh, you don't like them, I huh? I don't like her. <laughs> no. But I wouldn't think... Can we talk about my skin again? Please get to the point. <laughs> she's wearing a mask. She said it ruined her face. Uh, she wanted to solve it. Well, uh, nothing worked until she tried Chamonix. Now her face is on the mend, and she thanks them profoundly for it. Well, obviously, Catherine, unlike Satan, thank you for all the work you've done over the past year. Uh, Jen, you sell bags and puffiness. When you order that, you're going to get the free bottle of Zotique as well. Order today. Get the classic Genucel jawline treatment and luxurious Genucel anti-wrinkle moisturizer free with your order. Every order is upgraded and with free priority shipping. And you just don't, you get, it's all guaranteed. So I mean, why not give it a shot? 800-577-8709 or go to Genucel.com. 800-577-8709 or G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. I want to just tell you who my next guest is by just saying this. He has made appearances on ABC, CNN, CNBC, MSNBC, and Fox News. His work has appeared in the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, and his research has been cited by two U.S. Supreme Court justices in two Supreme Court cases. He received his bachelor degree from Princeton and his doctoral degree from the University of Notre Dame. Yeah, that's the problem, I guess. He's a religious zealot. (laughs) Everything else was going fine until that Catholic university was introduced. 
He is the author of the book When Harry Became Sally. It came out a few years ago and was controversial at the time. And then that blew over. Amazon has just dropped it. They will no longer sell it because they have deemed it a hate book. And they said they are going to start culling through their libraries to see and make sure they're not selling books of hate. The author of When Harry Became Sally, Ryan Anderson. Hello, Ryan. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. So, first of all, uh, when did you find out your book was being burned by Amazon? You know, Sunday afternoon, um, someone who was trying to buy the book reached out to me and was like, uh, it's no longer on Amazon. <laughs> you know, I thought to myself, what are you talking about? Like, it's been on Amazon for over three years now. And so I, you know, pull up my Amazon app on my smartphone and it's not there. And the Kindle book's not there. The hardback's not there. The paperback's not there. The, the, the audio book's not there. You can't even get a used copy. I mean, they entirely scrubbed it from their website uh, with no advance notice. A publisher reached out immediately we only heard back from Amazon late uh, Tuesday afternoon, and all they'll say is that it violates their content policy. They won't tell us what aspects of the content policy. They won't tell us which page, you know, which sentence, you know, where did the book hurt your feelings? It, it, nothing. It's a black box. So what are you going to do about that? So right now we're, um, we're trying to raise as much publicity about this as possible to get people aware, having people contact Amazon, um, out of the goodness of their heart, they'll reinstate the book. Probably not. Um, yesterday, uh, four uh, senators, uh, Senator uh, Rubio, Lee, Hawley, and Braun, sent a letter to Jeff Bezos asking for an explanation. Um, but beyond that, this is, you know, a, a, a downside of an entirely unregulated uh, big tech uh, industry where, you know, Amazon put out of business a lot of small and independent booksellers. They they gained this giant market uh, prominence, and now they can use their market power in ways that are destructive to, you know, readers, authors, publishers. So, Ryan, uh, did they, if you bought the book on Kindle, did they pull it from your library? No, which is important. <clears throat> they haven't very done important. that. You just, you just can no longer buy it on Kindle. Right. Uh, so if you if you already if you've already purchased the book, you know they're not going to take it back from you, whether it was a Yet. physical copy or an electric copy. Yeah. Yet and, they and they have done that thing. in the past. Wow, I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah. That's what amazing. is the uh, what was that book? A uh, million pieces. It was the Oprah book of the year. Uh, a million little pieces or something. And uh, they said that uh, it was plagiarism on part of it or something like that. But they pulled it in the middle of the night without anybody knowing. And it caused a real uproar because that's my book. I, I paid for that. How can you go into my Kindle app and take something I paid for? And the, the user agreement allows them to do it. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. So uh, be wow. careful. Yeah, be careful. Did they, did they issue refunds? No, I don't remember. I don't, remember. I don't think so. It be, it, the, the user agreement so almost reads like you're renting the book. Right. You know? It does. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Because we've talked to an attorney who said the biggest lawsuit, class action lawsuit, should be against these, you know, Apple and Kindle, who you're buying these titles from. It says buy now. Yeah, buy now. Well, you're buying the title, but if if Disney decides to pull that title from the Amazon library, it disappears in your library. 
And a lot of that has to do with rights issues yes. more than 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 this sort of thing, which is far more egregious. I right. Mean, uh, you know, when you, you're, you're burning books. I mean, this right. is something I thought we all united on. That yeah. This is a bad idea. And I think they're getting away with it. I'd love to hear your take on this. I think they can get away with it, Ryan, because they don't actually have to stand in the parking lot and make an example of your book and burn it. There's no there's no visuals of anybody just hitting delete. That's a great point. You know, and the Babylon Bee had a great article about, you know, Amazon will now let you do a digital book burning. And, and it's amazing when satire becomes reality. I know. Uh, to my mind, like this, this suggests um, that the, um, the conservative response of, well, it's a private business that can do whatever it wants. Um, that's true to a certain extent, but it's not always true. Right? If it was like one brick and mortar store that wouldn't sell a book, fine. There are other brick and mortar stores. But if all the brick and mortar stores got together and said, we're not going to sell a book, right, that looks more like a monopoly, right? And if one individual uh, seller that has someone told me, and I need to check to see if the stat is accurate, but uh, uh, someone had tweeted out 83% of all U.S. book sales are through Amazon. I believe that. If that's the case, when they drop a title, um, the impact of that, and it's a chilling effect, right? Because someone like me, I, I am prominent enough within the conservative world that, you know, you can book me as a guest. You heard about this. How many authors will have their books canceled that none of us will ever hear about? Oh, yeah. Like how many titles? And then for a publisher, how many publishers are going to say, ah, we just shouldn't even publish on that topic out of fear that Amazon will then drop the title? This has a chilling effect on the entire industry. So tell me about the book and why it is so controversial. Well, I think it's controversial precisely because it's not a bomb throwing book. It's not a hate book. It's a you know kind of like mild mannered, calm philosophy, science, medicine book exposing all of the lies that are being told about gender dysphoria. So um, I, I, I haven't read your book, but I talked to somebody who did and they said it's actually a really loving book. It 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 approaches it uh in a way where it's like these these people are bad it's not that at all it's you're really compassionately talking about it thank you i mean i i that is exactly what i strove to do yeah like it was it was three and a half years ago that i was you know finishing the book it was published three years ago and the idea was people with gender dysphoria a gender identity conflict they are victims they are suffering they didn't choose to experience this and they're not faking it but they are being disserved by the medical professional community that has bought into a woke ideology that's telling them that, you know, your path to happiness is puberty blocking drugs, cross sex hormones, and a double mastectomy. And that's not true. And is, aren't the stats, don't the stats show that um, after that's done, a very high percentage of people with dysphoria go fall right back into depression and, and have problems because it it didn't it didn't cure what they thought it was going to cure that's exactly right and and the book it's chapter and verse you know footnote after footnote after footnote of all of the studies that show that and since i mean the, and the book came out three years ago since the book came out there have only been more and more studies uh revealing this and i think that's precisely why it's so threatening um to the left right so, they can't win on the merit so they have to shut down the conversation so what, this is even more frightening than just book burning, because this isn't, you know, they're pulling from the libraries now to kill a mockingbird. That's insanity. It's insanity. Um, but this book 
is also about medicine. This is about clinical studies about mental health and what you put into your body for physical health and mental health. We cannot come to a place to where we can't disagree on something like medicine. Remember, medicine not too many years ago was drilling holes in people's heads to relieve the spirits in their head because they had a headache. So please, what are we doing? This is a medical book, is it not? Yeah, so I mean, it, 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 there, there are several chapters about the medicine of this. There are several chapters about the science. There are several chapters about the philosophy and the law. Uh, it's meant to be comprehensive. And, and, and what I would add to what you just said is that the, the saddest conversations I have had have been with parents who placed their children on cross-sex hormones, allowed their children to have surgery because the doctors told them that was, that's what was in the best interest of their child. And then only a couple years later, they realized the mistake. By limiting the sale of a book like this, we're limiting the ability of parents to inform themselves about what's actually in the best interest of their child. Um, and, and, and it means how many more children are going to go through these misguided procedures um, because they couldn't get all of the facts, right? When you shut down a conversation like this, you do a digital book burning, there are going to be real life consequences. Ryan, I hate to ask you this, but I have to because I haven't read your book. Is there anything in it like, you know, uh, pray the gay away? Is there is there any <laughs> is there anything like that in this book that would cause offense to, you know, people that people like me could go, oh, geez, why would you put that in there? Nothing at all. Nothing okay. even remotely close. Um, and just, I mean, so our listeners know the book was endorsed by the former psychiatrist in chief at Johns Hopkins hospital from a professor <laughs> of psychology at NYU, from a professor of neuroscience at Boston university, professor of law at Harvard law school, professor of philosophy at Princeton university. Like this is not a fringe book. This is not a, uh, a conspiracy theory book, which says that if a book like this can be canceled from Amazon, no one's books are safe. I do. I will tell you that when I heard about this uh, Monday, I immediately thought, uh, how am I ever going to publish another book? Because, uh, you know, if I'm if I'm quoting stats and I'm quoting these things in my book and Amazon decides they don't agree with that and they think that's dangerous for whatever reason and they don't have to explain themselves. What chance do I have of of putting books on Amazon? Uh, yep. it, it is. And go ahead. And, and, and that is what every book author and book publisher is now asking themselves. And so you can see the chilling effect. Again, if it was just like one local bookstore, right? you have some like left wing progressive bookstore that won't sell your book or my book. No one would care because we can have a market. But when the entity that controls the market starts censoring books, it will impact the entire book publishing, writing, and reading uh, process. Ryan, how much of a factor is it that if, you, if you're going to write another book on a similar topic, there would be uh, an incentive and a temptation to 
self-edit before you released it. Now, I think you probably at the end of the day are going to you know, say what you want to say and you know, damn the consequences. But there's a chilling effect for people before these books even get out there. I mean, it's editing our speech before the speech happens. Yep. I think what you're going to see is that authors are going to say, let's say you're writing a book about political correctness. And, you know, originally one of your chapters was going to be about transgender issues. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of authors and publishers and agents are going to say, why don't we skip that chapter? Oh, yeah. That's that's the impact. And this is also this has been happening on university campuses for a Mm -hmm. while. The reason that I'm at a think tank and not at a university is the think tank provides me with the freedom to tell the truth on these issues in the way that I can't tell you the number of tenured professors who have privately confidentially reached out to me to say, thank you for what you're saying. I agree entirely. But if I ever said it, I'm afraid I'd lose tenure. Right. This is unbelievable. It's, 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 go ahead. It's exporting the campus insanity that we've seen into the entire, Uh you know, Amazon world and Amazon controls almost everything. All right, Ryan, thank you so much. Uh, if you wouldn't hold, if you wouldn't mind holding for just a couple of minutes, I, I want to ask you something off the air. Um, Ryan Anderson, uh, the book is When Harry Became Sally. Uh, I would highly recommend that you write to Amazon uh, and, and Jeff Bezos and you send them an email, but no, no better. Tweet at Jeff Bezos very kindly, very professionally. Why? Was this book removed? And when are you now starting to censor all books? We need to know an answer. And uh, tweet Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Somebody has to hold their feet to the fire or it will pass and they will learn a lesson that they can do anything. Thanks so much, Ryan. Let me tell you about uh, Built Bar. It's day 56 of my weight loss regime. Dear Diary. How's this going, by the way? I keep getting all these updates. And I don't, you don't give a pounds loss or anything. Well, yesterday I spent the evening down in my secret lab uh, <laughs> working on my time machine. Mm. And uh, when, it's fish- when it's finished, I'm just going to you know, go back in time to my younger self, knock him out, then attempt a brain transplant where I can steal his body and come back thin. Um, and uh, I thought you were working on like pseudoscience or something, but this seems no, legit. no, 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 mm-hmm. no. And I'm certainly not working on exercise or anything like yeah. that. Uh, Unproven. You know, I would go back and say, hey, you should eat less pizza, but that's not going to work. Um, I could bring him a box of built bars, which he would really like. My wife came in yesterday. Well, you came to my house last night. Yeah. You brought extra built bars. Yep. Um, and uh, they're just fantastic. We were just talking about them. Um, because my wife apparently doesn't listen to the show and she ordered a bunch of the chocolate brownie coconut crunch Mm -hmm. crunch or Mm -hmm. whatever that is. And I've been raving about how great they are. And I said, oh, good. Uh, You brought my box in. You know, somebody brought my box in from work. And she said, no, I ordered these. I wanted to know if you've ever seen them or tasted them because they're delicious. And I'm like, thanks for listening to the show. Honey. <laughs> anyway, buildbar.com. Use the promo code Beck. Get 20% off your next order. It's really healthy for you. It, t- it tastes like a candy bar, but it is more healthy than your average protein bar. It is uh, buildbar.com. 20% off promo code Beck. 20% off buildbar.com. 10 second station ID. I, I want to uh, urge you, 
um, this week to do something uh, that, you know, in, in some days past you might have thought was crazy, but I think you'll understand it now. Uh, we are uh, we are burning to disc every news story that I have presented on the air uh, over the last year and a half. We're burning them all to discs now. We have all of the the links, but I am not convinced that those links will always exist. And I want the actual story um, because I am I am going to chronicle what is happening to America and how it happened in all the news that people didn't see. May I suggest that when you have things that you print them out, uh, but more importantly, I want to talk to you specifically about books uh, in the coming days. This week, please print out the Declaration of Independence, the first draft and the last draft, not just the text, but also the images of it, the Bill of Rights, not just the text, but the images of it, uh, and the Constitution. Do those things first. Every, every home should have a copy that you don't have to go online for. Do it now, please. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Gosh, I... I wish none of this had happened. I wish this uh, wasn't going the way that we've been talking about for so long, but it is. Let me talk to you about something else that just seems crazy, but it is happening. The dollar is not going to last, uh, and it is it is going to be by design at this point. We are spending so much money. We printed 26% more dollar bills than we have than we had printed really ever. We we are now printing. Uh, the only one that comes close is the year 1944. That's, this is not going to last. It's not. Please call Goldline now and protect your retirement portfolio before it's too late. Call Goldline. Find out why, uh, why uh, allocating just 20% of your retirement portfolio in precious metals is a prudent and wise investment. Also, talk to them about the 6% of promotional metals that will be delivered to you with your purchase of self-directed IRA, 401, or other retirement accounts. It's goldline.com, 966-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. All right, back in a second with more. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn to subscribe to Blaze TV. Welcome to the... Oh, it's so cold in here. It's cold. And it's cold. freezing all the time. And cold. All the time. Oh, well, nice to see you, Karen. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, welcome, to the, uh, welcome to the program. Now, my definition of candy may not be everybody's mental candy. I mean, candy for me used to be Jack Daniels. Sure. It's not anymore. So, what, uh, how do I relax myself now? Little candy. Today it's called the Andrew Cuomo sex scandal. <laughs> I mean, nothing's going to relax me more than uh, saying just those words to Stu and then say go. <laughs> it's it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Lindsay Boylan. Lindsay Boylan. She is. Uh, she is a woman who was working in close contact in various roles uh-huh. uh, near Andrew Cuomo. Was a relationship up and down. 
their their relationship was a bit up and down. Okay, uh, mostly right. down. Mostly it down. Seems like okay. Yes, uh, she uh, multiple times mm-hmm. uh, was made to feel very uncomfortable by Andrew Cuomo. Sure, and not in the normal way that most American or other humans do every time they hear him speak. Uh, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe a little uh, hanky panky going on. <laughs> no, so it's it was a little more than that. America's dumbest governor. Yes, uh, the man who the dumb, dumbest mob governor. Yes, well, yeah. he's America's dumbest mobster. Yes, thank you. Yes, All right, good. he uh, he had her. Uh, Lindsey Boylan was working with her a couple times. There was one time they were on a private jet, and uh, Glenn, mm. uh, we've had some uh, some tours over the years where we've been. Able to partake, uh, dip mm-hmm. our foot in the little, you know, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian <laughs> world. Lifestyle, yes. Yeah, yes. and be on the... Pr- oh, those are the days. They don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking expensive. Uh, anyway, so uh, apparently not too expensive for Andrew Cuomo, who yeah. gets to fly around on a private jet all the time. Odd, considering he believes there's an existential threat from global warming. Odd that he's also a politician in a private jet. Yeah, it's very yeah. strange. Very but, strange. Um, you know, you remember, like, they have these, uh, you know... the especially the smaller mm-hmm. jets they have the seating is a lot of times you face each other and so you, i've heard you're sitting very close to each other your knees are yes. almost touching yes, uh, yes apparently andrew uh, manifested this situation a little bit with uh, Lindsay. um also at that time asked her to play strip poker which is not normally what you would do with an underling in a situation like i this. wouldn't do it with an overling either no it's <laughs> probably a good idea to avoid right. that sort of behavior mm-hmm. uh, altogether um he of course back in 2018 made a very public statement, Glenn, uh, that uh, everyone who, every, everyone, every woman should be believed. Every woman should be uh, believed. Of course. Yeah, and, uh, sure. There should be an immediate, imme- I believe it's immediate investigation done mm. by uh, an independent, out uh, outsourced sort of uh, organization to right. make sure we get to the bottom of all these so ag- allegations. So why would he say that and then also suggest uh, strip poker? It, it's either she's lying or... Or he just thinks he's so privileged, he'll end up on top. Well, he definitely wanted to end up on top. I think that was a big part of the issue. Um, so he uh, also, uh, he would do things just that creeped her out, uh, um, touching her back and her legs mm. uh, often. Uh, that, but that happens. That happens. Well, sometimes, I, I guess. Sarah, it- Sarah, how many times have I touched <laughs> your legs? In 20... 20- in 20 plus years, we've been, you're a very attractive woman. Uh, we're friends. I feel close to you. Oh, wow. How many times mm-hmm. have I touched your legs? Zero. That's no, good, but what about that is time? Is that an estimate? Yeah. There was a strip poker invitation. Ru- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. And then I remember it being followed by a vomiting session. <laughs> well, that's so, yes. yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, he went down this road. It was not not comfortable, uh-huh, uh, apparently, uh-huh. for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, got to the point where her boss was relaying messages from Andrew Cuomo mm. uh, uh, that Andrew Cuomo had a crush on her. Uh, mm. Also um, said... So it was like... <laughs> Die. Hey, uh, number two, come on in here for a second. Die. I got a crush on this girl, and uh, I was going to pass her this note, but it'd be better if you did. Mm. It just says, do you like Andrew Cuomo? Check yes or no. Die. 
I mean, it wasn't that sophisticated, but it was something <laughs> okay, like that. Okay, all right, okay, uh, okay. He, uh, he was also, he said, um, again, was passing messages through layers of management here um where he would tell her boss you want to talk about how arrogant oh my gosh arrogant and just absolutely demeaning to the woman obviously but but i mean i'm just saying on one level Mm -hmm. imagine the feeling that you are so bulletproof that you could tell multiple people i want to i want to have sex with her yeah i mean he didn't say it well at least we don't know that he said it like that (laughs) it was passed on at one point he had a a a rumored girlfriend because you know he's the love gov if you remember Chris Cuomo saying how how attractive he was, his brother was on CNN during the middle of the pandemic as thousands of people were dying. Uh, he made sure to make that point. <laughs> well, it does drive a Trans Am, though. So get, get in. Anyway, so he said he had a rumored girlfriend named Lisa Shields. Ah. Uh, Lisa Shields. Uh, it was a big sort of splashy media type of r- mm-hmm. some r- rumored romance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he passed through multiple layers of management to Lindsey Boylan. Uh, he uh, governor said that uh, look up Lisa Shields. You could be sisters, except you're the better looking sister to this woman. Uh, he then let's be honest, Sarah, <laughs> how many times have I sent you a picture of my wife and said, you two could be twins, except you're the better looking one. Just Zero. an estimate. What? Zero. Zero. Huh. Plus or minus. Zero. Okay. 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 Plus right. or minus well, zero. That's pretty exact. Huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, I thought I was I thought I was better to you uh, than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuomo also <laughs> then um, uh, showed off a cigar box in, in, a, in, a, in a way that made oh. her believe it was a Monica Lewinsky. Oh, uh, that's, there's nothing better than uh, the old Clinton callback. Yep. Uh, he also um, would invite her to random events that she didn't belong at at all to just try to get near her again this is her telling of the story we of course believe here uh, innocence until proven guilt um how and then he also uh eventually got her alone in a private setting which was something uh, she points out her mom warned against uh allowing to occur and as she tried to escape the situation uh she he awkwardly stood up in front of her and kissed her on the kissed her on the lips Something she was not uh, wow, so not not interested in. He's got a lot in common with uh, Joe Biden because that's what he did with the. Remember, yeah. he was yeah. he was like, and you've got a bright future. <laughs> remember that? Nothing like getting kissed on the lips with someone with dentures is always a good. Oh, it's great when they're floating uh, around in there. <laughs> Hopefully, they're just attached. Uh, point being that. There's no, there's not Harvey Weinstein level <clears throat> stuff in the allegation. It's it's just <sighs> See, the type of thing, bad. the type of thing that gets you fired if Andrew Cuomo's making the judgments and you happen to be a conservative. Um, and she goes on, you know, she lists. It's not uh, like he was killing anybody's grandma. No, no, that doesn't get you fired if Andrew Cuomo's making the judgments. That gets you a book deal is what it gets you. Uh, this is instead an allegation. She also points out. She is certain there are others. She knows who they are and what they are alleging, although they are not. uh, It's not her story to tell, essentially, is Mm -hmm. her point. Um, But this is the type of thing came out in December. Initially, she tweeted about it. It was she he was asked about it. Cuomo was asked about it one time and denied it. Now, I don't know why this woman wouldn't be believed, but I guess that's the rule now. Mm -hmm. And then uh, she's now come out with this again. And there's more pressure on Cuomo. I will say and I. I don't like to be optimistic, particularly okay. in 2020, 2021. Yeah. Uh, 
but it does seem like the tide is turning a little bit on Andrew Cuomo eh. in the media, mm. in his uh, his approval rating, uh, in just the general tone of coverage in a big way. People are starting to notice that he is essentially the worst human being on earth. Uh, and that's just science saying that I'm not, that's not my judgment. Uh, there's a scientific study from, I think it was Rutgers. Anyway, bottom line is, uh, Cuomo seems to be in a little bit of trouble. And as the dumbest governor in America and the dumbest mobster in America, uh, that's exactly where he should be. That wasn't quite the candy I was looking for. I was looking for a little bit more, you know, of the stew. Just, I, I think this guy is a worthless piece of skin. I was looking for that stew. I didn't get it. So maybe... Mm. Maybe we go here for a little candy. Uh, it appears someone has had a brainstorm in our next edition of. No, Sherlock. Yes, no, Sherlock. Here, uh, <laughs> here is uh, from the New York Times, mm. the New York Times liberal columnist. Uh, the top liberal commun- uh, co- co- columnist Commun- for the New York Times mm-hmm. has now blamed Democrats for the harm being inflicted on millions of the nation's children by a year of school closures. Huh. Nicholas Kristof suggests that many Democrats may <laughs> may have been blinded by uh, by their anger and their hatred towards Donald Trump. And that has led them that possibly politics may have played a role in the coronavirus restrictions. What? Yeah. Yeah. Which, of course, makes me say. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. I don't know what it's been like in your state, but. You know, here it's kind of like a you know little kid waiting till the adults aren't looking and then uh, messing with the thermostat. I, I mean, sometimes it's eighty, other times it's one. It was eighty yesterday, eighty the day before. Mm. Last week it was one. It's negative two as well. It's uh, it, it's now what fifty degrees mm-hmm. uh, here Just in kidding. Texas. We so have all the degrees here. Yeah, in we Texas, do. we do each week. Uh, if you have a car, uh, this kind of weather is really tough on it. The temperature changes are really bad, especially the cold weather. When you have your car, the the cold weather is the hardest thing on it. You need, if you don't have a warranty, you need car shield. Uh, you can drive with confidence. I have car shield and it will save you a ton of money. Plus, you get the best customer service for a covered repair imaginable. Uh, From the time they tow your car to the shop, they have you back behind a wheel of some other car. Uh, CarShield has your back the whole time. Find out about their coverage now. Get coverage. See why CarShield cars go farther. Call 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK. Or go to carshield.com and do that to save 10%. That's carshield.com. Promo code back. Deductible may apply. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck program. Well, let's see what people will put up with in their attorney general. The attorney general of South Dakota, Christy Nome State, uh, apparently had a little problem with his car. Uh, now his story was, I hit a deer 
And uh, I just kept driving home. And then the next morning, I thought, maybe that wasn't a deer. And I went back to check. Now, I have hit like a bird before and a squirrel. And I don't know if I killed them. And I don't know if it really was a bird or really was a squirrel. But I've never gotten up the next day and thought, you know, I should go back and check. (laughs) But he did. He went back and he wanted to check. And that's when he realized, oh, that was a person. Okay. All right. Maybe he didn't know. The problem is, is his front windshield was shattered. And the man's glasses that he was wearing that he hit ended up in his car. So at some point, the man, or at least his face, was inside looking at the attorney general when his glasses fell off. So it doesn't really work. Uh, But where am I missing? uh, What am I missing here, Stu? I mean, uh, you know... (laughs) Not that much. I mean, the person died, uh, so it was. It's a, horrible. It was a really terrible situation. Well, he might have. Li- I don't know. He might have lived if the attorney general didn't think the deer that apparently was wearing glasses, you know, was was alive, you yeah. know, and would have called, you know, for the deer ambulance. One of the one bit of as you tell the story, the one thing they he didn't realize the glasses were in the car, which is, I guess, part of the dramatic video as they were interrogating him. They said. So what kind of glasses do you wear? They discussed that and the attorney general, you know, uh, went back and forth with them. And then they said, well, whose glasses are these? And they were found in the car. I should read the actual quote because the, <laughs> the quote is, uh, I would say, not helpful. And this yeah, is right. a little tip for you out sure, there. Sure. If you happen to run someone over mm-hmm. and the police find uh, the person you run over glasses in your car. Mm-hmm. Try not to respond this way. Okay. The police officer says, There's jo- they're Joe's glasses. This is the guy who died. So that means his face came through your windshield, <laughs> an investigator tells him, uh, who lets out an obvious gasp and then said, I wondered about that. Now, <laughs> I wondered about what? <laughs> the deer's glasses? <laughs> I don't know. Why there was a face in my windshield when I hit a deer? What yeah. were you wondering exactly? <laughs> now, who knows with the media and everything else? I mean, there could be other. I, I don't know what the story would be. I will say that Christy Noam has looked over the uh, evidence. Uh, they're both Republicans. And she's now issued a statement in response to the conclusion of the investigation calling for the attorney general to step down. Uh, Which I think is totally appropriate. He's not guilty. He's not been tried. It doesn't look good. But I'm not a hit a deer, go home, ophthalmologist kind of guy that might have deer glasses in my front seat. So I I don't know. It doesn't look good. But he's not been convicted. He should step down and devote full time. I would classify the entire incident questions. to be uh, suboptimal. Glenn. Suboptimal. Suboptimal. Sub-optimal. There's optimal. Yeah, so I just want to see what the people of South Dakota, common sense ground, what are they willing to put up with? Are you going to demand that, uh, oh, that kind of look bad? Uh, or, uh, or not? If he turns out that he's innocent, great. Put him back in office. But maybe he should devote himself full-time to a stronger defense.
This is the Glenn Beck Program.